You give away your allowance too easily. Tom climbed down from the tree. You'd enjoy them. Want to go watch the planes at the airport? Sure. I'll get us sandwiches. You tell your mom where we're going. Tom would probably make them peanut butter and banana sandwiches. But she liked them enough. She'd eat hers without comment. Her cousin was the brother she didn't have. She went to find her mom. On Friday afternoon, the current class of pilots in training often practiced their landings. If she watched closely, she could figure out what the pilots did right and wrong as they landed. If she couldn't take lessons, she was still determined to learn what she could through careful observation. Tom was lucky he'd been born a boy. He constantly got himself in and out of scrapes as he tried anything that sounded fun. She longed to have that same freedom... He'd probably grow up to be a baseball player or a coach or a skydiver, something outdoors and fun. Even though he was two years younger, she was trying to be more like him. Tom had figured out how to enjoy life. She wanted a big bite of life, too, even if she was a girl. "'Are you coming?' Tom shouted at her. "'Coming!' "'I dare you to try.' Bruce looked at his friend, and then back at the water around the end of the pier. It was murky. The storm in the gulf last night had churned up the silt. To find the tackle box washed off the pier during the storm would mean holding his breath and searching by feel while the waves tried to knock him into the posts. Why don't you try? Scott dropped a pebble into the water and watched it disappear. The PJs do it all the time. Not all the time, Bruce muttered, wishing Scott would leave his heroes out of it. Living next to a military base had given him a chance to meet over 18 of the men he admired. They trained to rescue shot-down pilots. He wanted to be a pararescue man someday, but he didn't have to love water. He just had to figure out how not to be afraid of it. The tackle box had probably popped open as it hit the bottom and spilled all their favorite lures across the seabed. The tides would have swept them around and the hooks would catch at his hands if he just felt around. Several years' worth of handmade lures had been in that tackle box. Recovering them mattered. I need a waterproof light, he decided. PJs went in prepared. He wasn't going into that swirling water without being prepared. His friend looked disappointed. I didn't say I wouldn't get it. I said I'd need a light. Their bikes were balanced at the end of the pier. Come on, my dad'll have one. Scott turned back toward their bikes. Bruce paused to look one more time at the churning water. Scott was always pushing him to do hard things. He wanted to be able to do anything that had to be done, just like the PJs did. It just wasn't easy to be brave. Chapter 1 March 4th, Norfolk, Virginia He stood out in his flannel shirt and jeans, but so far none of the sailors had made the mistake of assuming he was a civilian. Air Force Major Bruce Stryker Stanton warily watched them continue to arrive and crowd into his sister's backyard, and he wondered 
how many sailors Jill had invited from the aircraft carrier USS George Washington to come to the pre-deployment party. It would be like her to invite them all so as not to leave anyone out, all 5,000-plus of them. He felt like he'd invaded enemy country. The sailors, the average age of which was 21, looked like children. They got younger every year. And those for whom this was their first six-month sea tour tended to travel together in clusters like penguins. A few of his friends cut from Air Force cloth were here, but had long ago been swallowed up in the sea of white. Stryker maneuvered through guests to the chair he'd staked out on the patio, doing his best to ignore the stab of pain from his right knee at every step. His dog was curled up asleep under the chair. Bruce used his left foot to push the dog's tail farther under the chair to protect it from being stepped on. A party, food, and many willing hands to offer treats. And what did his dog do? Sleep. He had yet to figure out this yellow Labrador he'd acquired two months ago from the pound. Bruce nodded a greeting to one of the Navy SEALs he knew as he settled into the chair and prepared to stay put for a while. Sprinkled in the mix among the young sailors were a few grown-ups. The ship's officers, SEALs, and naval aviators stood out by the self-assured way they staked out their space. As far as parties went, this one was living up to past history. The soda was cold to the point ice crystals formed when he opened the can, while the hot dogs were burnt because his sister had insisted on working the grill. People came for the tradition of it, not for the food. He'd driven up from Pensacola, Florida, where he was based, to Norfolk, center of gravity for military operations in the state with nine military bases for Air Force, Navy, and Marines clustered within the Hampton Roads area. He'd come for the weekend because his sister had invited him. He had news to share that was best done in person. And he'd come to see Grace. He didn't have to search to find her. He'd kept track of her in his peripheral vision throughout the afternoon, anchoring her as part of his frame of reference. Grace stood out in red. The sweater over jeans was a simple, bold splash of color in a sea of white. His sister's best friend, the co-host of this party, had been in his sights for years. Jill had introduced them. Lieutenant Grace Yates was one of the self-assured naval aviators. She was going to spend the next six months hurling off the deck of the USS George Washington in an F.A. 18 Hornet. He watched her mingle and chat with the other squadron pilots. She'd long ago been accepted into their exclusive ranks, ever since the combat exclusion rules had eased in 1993 to allow women to fill combat flight roles, she'd been showing she had the right stuff. Not flashy, not pushy, just one of the best pilots he'd ever met. She exemplified grace under pressure. He admired what she'd done and how she'd accomplished it. She loved to fly, and she turned that passion into a single-minded focus to be the best. She'd picked up Gracie as her call sign. She rarely commented on the ground she broke in her profession, but she'd done so about the handle. Grace thought it was too soft a call sign. Bruce thought it summed her up in one word. It suited her. 
Grace was the deep waters, while Jill was the clear shallows. Grace rarely talked about herself. How many layers were there to the mystery that made her who she was? He was determined to find out. He was on a mission. Grace was the objective. And his profession had taught him well the value of good reconnaissance. He'd known her for years, but only in the last few months had he decided to do that digging. He liked what he had found. She was loyal to her friends, was close to her family. She sang with her church choir, rather badly, he thought. She liked vanilla ice cream, scary movies, skiing, and anything related to flying. Competitive in sports, tall, slender, fast on her feet. She had the arm and wrist strength to play a tennis game that decimated opponents. She'd broken her arm skydiving and crashed her car at age 17 and had to be talked into driving again, and never had more than a goldfish as a pet. There was a tightness to her mouth when she was mad and a smile that came easy around friends. He'd enjoyed the reconnaissance. She'd dated Ben Grossel for many years. Bruce had met Ben a couple times, and he'd found the former Navy pilot turned astronaut an exceptionally nice guy. Ben had been killed in a car accident two years ago while Grace was on her second sea tour. Bruce suspected that had rocked her life pretty hard, although she'd never said much. A young boy in a blue sweatshirt slammed into the back of Grace's knees, enveloping her in a hug. She turned with a laugh to rescue him and haul him up to perch on her hip. She was often being tailed by her own fan club at parties such as this one. She'd started a kids' flying club last year with some help from his sister and had become a bit of a hero to the kids.